0: JR Spear R Spear J. R Spear Welcome everyone to another episode on the Daily Creep podcast and today I have a guest named Saba Ali. She is an entrepreneur, business coach, two-time TEDx speaker, number one best-selling author and on a mission to create unforgettable lives. Known for her branding work, she has assisted hundreds of passionate CEOs clarify their brand message, marketing strategy and sales process to create an unforgettable brand that sells online organically. With clients based worldwide, she has helped generate in total of, of over $1 million plus in revenue for her clients, and her work has been featured on Forbes, NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox News. In addition, she has been invited to be a speaker twice for TEDx. Welcome, Saba. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. I am uh, excited about you being able to tell your story because I've been following you for a little bit of time now and been listening to your message your story and so for me to have you on here and for our listeners is definitely a treat for me so because you've got quite the journey you got the message but i'm also excited to hear what type of information you're going to give our audience and uh, that can help them be impactful to be able to help them grow uh, their businesses so thank you so much for being a guest yeah. on our show
1: yeah well thank you so much for having me that was an amazing introduction and yes i know we've been connected for a while so it's so exciting to be on on here with you today it's good that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. So just to kind of take us back, the first thing I always like to start with is letting people know who you are and what led you to where you're at today. So if you can kind of take us through that journey and take us through your story that led you to being this amazing entrepreneur that you are.
1: Totally. I would love to. So my journey, I always go back to when I was 19 years old in college. So I want to say I always had this streak of entrepreneurship within me, but I never thought I'd go out and actually, you know, create and start my own online business. So, what happened was I actually met one of my mentors through my university when I was 19 years old. And he was the one who actually got me into this, what I like to call this crazy world of entrepreneurship. Like, I didn't even know this world existed, let alone, you know, getting personal development mindset. So, what happened was I started to work with him alongside his company. So I was actually an intern first. And then, you know, I'm an overachiever. So I was like the best intern of them all. So I started to work with him and his companies. during that time, I would you know, help put on masterminds, events, do PR, marketing. And during that time frame, I was basically documenting and sharing my story online, let alone, quote unquote, I was building a brand without really even knowing it. So for the first few years, 19, 20 years old, I was simply creating content. and start to grow an audience. And then it was at the age of 20, I'm like, okay, I know I have a story. People are watching. What can... I do to add more value and of course grow my brand. So that's when I wrote my best-selling book, Enrolling in Confidence. And that was the first ever pr- product that I sold online. And that's really what allowed me to get speaking engagements, get featured on ABC. And from there, honestly, people started to come to me asking for help. How are you growing your audience, creating content, building your brand, doing all the things? So I always love to say, basically, got into coaching by people coming to me asking for help. Um, before I did do coaching, I always love to talk about. Um, I went through a lot of failed businesses. I did e-commerce, drop shipping for a little bit, started a digital agency, tried podcasting, monetizing it, started my own clothing line, like everything you could possibly imagine. I probably did it. Um, but it was late 2018, going into 2019, after I already graduated college, I found my love for coaching. And yeah, here we are almost, what, four years later now. And that's that's what I do full time all the time.
0: Yeah. So one thing that I love that you said was you built the other businesses. So for a coach coming into it, I'm sure that you see this all the time too. Everyone's a coach nowadays, but you're yeah. trying to figure out who, what type of coach to actually learn from. So if everyone comes to me and says, hey, JR, what type of coach should I be looking for? What are some questions to be asking? Is like, well, have they built a business before coaching? Do they know how to navigate (laughs) different trials? Have they gone through the pain themselves? So uh, you know, do you have, I'm I'm sure, building all those different businesses, is there something off the top of your mind, like a struggle that you went through? You talk about failed businesses that you navigated through, and then how did you navigate through it?
1: Yeah, I want to say, actually, looking back, like the only... Like the businesses that I did create, they did generate revenue, but for one, I lost passion for them. And number two, I didn't really like the business. So it was the summer before my last year of college, I took three months to start an e commerce business, do drop shipping, promoted that all organically. So you know, during that entire time frame, I learned that I love to be, you know, in front of the business, not behind the scenes, just selling products on the back end. So for me, doing doing that process for three months, of course, it taught me how to also use organic marketing, use influencers to promote my product, but I found I didn't like that business model after that my last year of college that's where i did start my um, digital marketing agency where i was basically doing done for you social media instagram work for local businesses so a lot of people don't know this side of the story where i actually went into walked into local businesses back in iowa that's where i'm from took my laptop with a presentation and slides and i walked into probably like 10 or 20 businesses and that's what i did for about 8 months until once again i realized i didn't like the agency model so i always love to say like try different things especially if you're in the beginning stages of entrepreneurship because you don't know what you're going to like but like not one type of business you know is the best business any business strategy out there works it's so just a matter of what you want to be doing
0: yeah. Two things that you said that really stands out that if, if someone listening to this wasn't paying attention, they really need to hear this. One is passion. You got to have passion for what you're doing because if not, then you're not going to have the excitement. If you don't have the excitement, it's going to really be really hard to have the confidence to go out there and want to sell what you want to sell. The second thing that that you did was you actually you know, had the grit to go out there and stand out and put yourself out there. It's not easy mm-hmm. walking inside of a business and saying, hey, hire me to do your Instagram and stuff. Uh, One story story I tell about myself all the time, and it it relates to exactly what you're saying is, you know, I I built a martial arts school as my first business back in 2007. And then um, for different reasons, I sold that business and I wanted to start just a group fitness business, but I had no money. I had nothing left. (laughs) I had a little bit of cash. I'm newly married and and things like that. And I, I had one of my old martial arts students, he was a maintenance manager at a big church by me out of St. Louis. I live in Northern Virginia now but out of St. Louis and they had a gymnasium in space and he let me, you know, run my classes out of there. Well, I had no way to market. I didn't know anything about social media at the time. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have like, I I didn't even start an Instagram account until 2019 and much (laughs) less Facebook. uh, You know, I, I didn't do anything with it. I just got back from Iraq. So during the whole time of me being in the military, it just wasn't relevant. I mean, at that Mm -hmm. time you had to be a college student to be, even have a, you know, Facebook account. So it was a completely different world for me, but I did what you did. And the reason why I wanted to tell the story is because I didn't have any money. And what I did was I I printed out uh, like thousands of quarter inch white and black paper flyers. I grabbed a clipboard. I grabbed a piece of paper and I went door to door in residential places for 80 hours a week for two weeks straight to find some clients. I didn't have a network. I didn't have people that I knew that was interested in starting business. And I literally went from door to door from residential neighborhoods to businesses, everything within a certain mile radius of where I was have the class. And for two weeks straight. And in those two weeks, I got seven paying clients. Those uh, seven paying clients, five of those seven ended up staying with me for about a decade of me having my boot camp. And uh, until I shut it down, I mean, I was in three cities, more than 30 plus uh, instructors working for me, 50 locations. I had classes and it just blew up like crazy. So, but it took a lot of grit, it took a lot of hard work to be able to do so. Yeah. And that's the reason why I wanted to highlight what you just said, because that tells a lot about what you're doing today, where you, you'll have the resilience. To be in the commitment to be able to do what you're doing, to be able to help other people, which takes me to my next question with you. Tell us about what you're doing today.
1: Yeah. So basically what I do now is I'm a business and branding coach. So I help people create their brand online to attract high-end premium clients. So I see so many people who have amazing expertise on. Design- whether they are selling, you know, a service or a product, but they just don't know how to market it effectively, right? It's like they have either this this skill, this passion, and they know if they teach it to somebody, they can get amazing results regardless of whether it's in the business niche or a different niche, but it's just so hard for them to utilize their story to attract not just any old client, but the right type of client. And so basically everything I teach ranges from, you know, how to actually package up your offer all the way to how to sell it. Right. So one of the things that I learned throughout my journey was when I even first got started in coaching, one of my first ever clients that I signed on, it was one-on-one, three months at a very high ticket, $4,000. And back then for me, that was like, holy shit, someone actually paid me (laughs) that amount of money. One of the reasons why that person even signed on with me, he could have bought into any other business coach who was making six figures, seven figures out there was because... He had followed me throughout my college journey and he bought because of my personality and because who I was, because of my consistency, my confidence, how I was showing up online. And that's what he wanted to possess in his life and in his business. So, I see a lot of people think you know they need to be like the, the big influencers out there making millions of dollars going on vacation. And in reality, more so people buy from those they like and those they can actually relate to. So if we're just trying to promote our product and the features and benefits of the product versus actually sharing a story that someone can relate to based on either a pain point or a desire they want to get into, it's much easier for that person to reach out and buy your offers. Um, so that was like a long-winded answer, but that's basically what I do now.
0: No, it's a really great answer. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious, how long or how how long do you think that you took or that how much time did you spend to really build your personal brand online? I think you said it was around 2017 or 18, right?
1: So let me backtrack. So 2019 was when I first started to really create content online. And that was in like 2015, 2016. So quite a few years now, I want to say I was creating content probably for like three years before I ever got started in my coaching business. Um, So I definitely had the audience built prior to me ever selling an actual offer online. But the cool part about all of this is... You don't need that much time to build a brand now in order to sell something online. Like that's just so amazing. People are literally, I hate to use the word like overnight success and going viral overnight, but I see it happening, especially with platforms like TikTok. It's, it's crazy, right? So when I see people going viral and they don't know how to monetize it, and they don't know how to help people. That's where I'm like, okay, like that's where I can actually help you right? Because I see people having this passion and mission, but they're just like lost when it comes to actually bringing in those clients. Uh,
0: yeah. So, but the, the point that I wanted to make is, you know, you did put in the time to do so. And the, the one thing you said, like the know, like, and trust factor is completely true. I mean, yeah. I, I believe that someone's going to buy from you, especially if they're going to invest a high ticket. They're not just going to spend 4000 5000 $20,000 with you if they don't know anything about you. So yeah. you, had to, you had to invest the time, just like the example that you just gave, where you, you put in the reps, you put in the time to get to know these people. They got to know your brand and your image and stuff like that to be able to do so and was ready to invest with you. So building a business, a sustainable business long term, I mean, honestly, it's, it's not going to not for everyone it doesn't happen overnight. Some people mm-hmm. get lucky and it does happen overnight. Now to build your brand awareness there are faster ways to do so, just like you hit on with TikTok, having the right messaging, the right strategies and systems in place to yeah. be able to do so. But people need to know like, hey, you need to be committed to the process and stick with it long term if you're wanting to do it. And uh, I think that's yeah. I think it's really good. And the fact that the guy, it, you know, great story of him following you for so long. And then he came to you and was like, hey, now I want to hire you. And I'm sure you you'll get some mm-hmm. huge success. What would you say the biggest struggle is that people have and they come to you for help with?
1: They're trying to be somebody else online. So when, because of course, like one thing I heavily teach is the branding piece. And that's the first piece I touch on when it comes to working with my clients. And when we go through, you know, developing their identity, their personality, the way that we can position themselves, all of that is not something that has to be created. It's already them, right? So one of the hardest things I see People going through when it comes through that process is the things that they're mainly hiding on social media is what is actually going to set them apart, right? So, for some people, it might actually be their, their loud personality. For others, it might be they like to incorporate more sensuality when it comes to their business. For other people, it might just be being very straightforward when it comes to their content, very opinionated, right? So, the things that I see people hiding. And I see them offline, like when I'm actually on the call with them on social media, I never see on social media, right? So I want to say that's one of the main things, because in reality, when it comes to the strategy of creating content, marketing your offers, selling the offers, it's honestly very simple, right? It's very step-by-step. You can Google it. You can go through any of my free content online and learn how to do it. But the hardest piece is embodying and being your full authentic self online. So I also think one of the reasons why I don't want to say it was easy, but it was simple for me to get into my coaching business was... Once again, I didn't start my brand to sell something online. I feel like when people know they want to sell something, they have to become this person in order to be like the perfect individual people buy into. When in reality, people saw my audience like people saw me like doing a live on my way to classes. And I was like, I might fail my test. Like it's a really hard day. Like they saw everything (laughs) of me building a business. I definitely know that made me a lot more relatable. And that's what people really do want to see. Like they want to see the behind the scenes of what's going on, but they also do want to see you as that leader who can help them get through whatever it is your niche is focusing on.
0: Why do you think that people are almost have split personalities. I mean, they showcase one thing different than the person that they actually are.
1: Fear of standing out. They want to fit in, but they also want to stand out at the same time. Um, Definitely, there's people out there who, of course, are not going to agree with you, who are very opinionated, who will judge. And sadly enough, a lot of those times are your close friends and family members, especially if they don't know this side of you. Um, I actually had this great conversation with one of my old clients where he wanted to get into like the manifestation space, but he didn't have acceptance, quote unquote, from his family and friends because he saw that space and society sees that space more of like a feminine space so if he were to go in that niche how would people actually judge him right so most of the time i like to say it's like it is false reality that we're creating in our mind but then there might actually be those people who might not agree with you in the beginning which is fine but that's also where like tough conversations come into play when i actually got started in my business during college my dad did not did not agree with me. Uh, I'm Indian. He's like the typical cultural Indian dad who's like, go to college, get a job, work your way up. I don't know what you're doing, traveling across the country, going to these events. It doesn't make sense. So that was a very tough love conversation I had to have with him early on. But eventually, of course, he came around.
0: Yeah. So when so- it's almost like high school or college where they- everyone tries to do what they can to fit in. They do what they can, yeah, like pack yeah. the <laughs> crowd or to stand out. And it's like, hey, you know what? This really ain't you. But you see them acting completely different. When you got a client that you see that they have that fear of wanting to stand out and, and be authentic of who they are, what do you do to help them kind of overcome that fear and to really be that authentic self?
1: Mm-hmm. First, identifying the root cause of what the fear is actually about, because most of the time people have this fear, but they're unaware of what what it's coming from. So some of the work that I've done with my clients that I do with myself is meditation Um, deep kind of even like gnosis meditation and work. So you really do get to the root cause because typically that stems from either trauma or past experience that's happened, which is why you're feeling a certain way when you try to do a certain action in your business. Um, But then it is just, I like to say like writing a new script, but then also finding proof for the thing you're trying to do that is working in a positive note. So sometimes when, you know, my clients are, starting to create content or jumping on and doing a live video, they're like, oh, like nobody's like watching or I didn't get engagement. I'm like, okay, like show me. (laughs) And I see like three people who liked it. One person commented and one person actually did send them a message. I'm like, like, what are you talking about? Like there's proof right there. Right. So what I like to say is like discover the, the limiting belief that you have, identify the root cause of why that's actually happening um, develop a new belief and then go find proof of that new belief, right? Because our brain works in a way where we can see if we can see something actually happening in our reality, like visually see it, it's much more likely that we'll affirm it in our mind.
0: Yeah. I just had a conversation with someone else the other day and he was talking about the same exact thing. You guys are both like on the same lines of the the, the limited limited beliefs. I'm like, man, you guys might, might know each other. I don't know, but it uh. It's so cool you guys are saying because even when you guys are talking about, it, I was like, "Oh man, here's an easy system and process to follow to be able to do it." Yeah. But it's so true. Like we don't know what limiting beliefs that we have. Like I got limiting beliefs that I didn't know that I even have, and it's probably yeah. something in my subconscious mind that's like back from childhood or whatever that makes me respond a certain way or have a certain fear mm-hmm. or whatever it may be keeping me from where I want to go. And trying to tap into that is definitely really good. So I love that. It's kind of cool when you have different conversations and you see that people are kind of on the same line with it because yeah. it validates that hey this is something that that's probably true. Mm-hmm. So and uh, to be able mm-hmm. to do so that's that's really cool that you, that you hit on that. If uh someone was going to like uh you know listen to you and be able to get walk away with like one or two really solid advice on getting started on helping with the brand with what you do, what would you tell them to go do?
1: Document your journey. And that will be your best marketing. Because even till this day, of course, there's strategy behind headlines you can use to get attention and specific call to actions and specific ways to structure your content. But till this day, I am still documenting my journey. So, you know, I post a lot on my Instagram, Facebook stories. I even still jump in and jump on and go live. And I will show the behind the scenes of how I plan out my offers, my marketing, what's coming up in that way. I always love to say it's like, people, it it feels like people are coming along with you during the journey and they're always wondering what you're doing next. It's like your own reality TV show online, (laughs) right? It's like, why do people watch reality TV and like follow celebrities? It's because they're always wondering like, what are they up to next? Like they're curious, right? If someone sees you as a leader, they're going to wonder like, what is he doing? What is she doing? Even to the point where people wonder, like, where do I go out for dinner on like Friday nights? (laughs) Right. So when you can spark that curiosity with your audience, it's more likely they're going to continue following you. Um, But then one thing I've literally done since day one is create content every single day, especially if that's how you choose. To start a business or scale a business, it's a hundred percent free. It still blows my mind that it's 2022 and we can literally a create a very successful business online using a free platform and b impact so many people that way. Like to me, I just don't see any excuse of why someone can't be doing that.
0: Yeah, that, that's really good. So, what is your biggest recommendation for documenting the journey? You mentioned. Uh, stories as well as videos. Do you have one that someone should? Let's just say they're brand new social media, or they haven't really dabbled into social media at all, and they're just starting out. And maybe they got a fear of social media because talk about the limited blue that you did. What would you say? Like, what platform do you recommend? Where do you want them to start? Uh, how, how should they get going?
1: I always say start and go where your audience and your ideal clients are hanging out at. So. I mean, like, for example, if you're targeting more like corporate professionals, I'll probably be LinkedIn. If it's someone more like entrepreneurial, business coach, younger generation, Instagram, TikTok is the best place. Um, But I also say like capitalize on the opportunity. Like what I mentioned earlier, TikTok is like how Facebook was years and years ago. You can get seen and grow on there very quickly. Um, But... Honestly, the simplest way that I would tell someone to like document and create content is literally like just share what you're doing morning, afternoon, and evening during your day and just do it even for like 30 days straight. Like what do you do in the morning? For me, my audience knows I wake up at 5.30, I go work out at 6 a.m. And they're waiting for my gym selfie at 7 a.m. I literally do it almost every single day. And it's like, it's so funny to me because it's the same thing but they continue to watch. <laughs> right? So it's almost like, you know, you're you're kind of training them and they're waiting for you to post. So when you can create that same kind of um, you know, stories and content where people are almost like waiting for you to post, that's how you also build that curiosity. So just post like what is it you do in the morning? Do you get your morning coffee and then do you like drive to work or do you go to the beach? You know, do you work with your clients and do like an interview and then talk about what you're doing tonight and Like it sounds so almost like simple, stupid, because it is. And I feel like a lot of people overcomplicate it. But yeah, if you're just starting out, like literally talk about why do you want to start a business? What are you thinking about starting? And I promise you, people are going to get so interested about what you're doing and they will start to follow you more. And I laugh because there was some people in the beginning who didn't think I'd build a successful business and they wondered whether or not I'd actually do it. So people will watch whether they like you or they don't like you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really good. So when someone says the excuse of like, I just don't have time to be posting on social media, what do you say?
1: (laughs) Um, So, 2018, when I was 21 years old, I was in my last year of college. I graduated with two majors, which means double the amount of work. I was still working with my mentor. I was also, once again, starting my business. And my dad actually had a spinal cord injury, so I was taking care of him at home. So for me, like I did not have time, but I had to make time. It doesn't take hours for you to post once on social media. Like I would do it when I was walking to class, when I would literally jump on and go live on the bus while people were staring at me. (laughs) So like, you know, that's where you really had to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and once again, have a greater meaning and purpose of why you're doing what you're doing. For me, I wasn't about to graduate and go work a nine to five job. I've never done it. So for me, my only time was to push and to do it during my last year of college. So there's always time, like even if it's five minutes, you don't need, you honestly don't need hours at a time to grow a successful business at a time. It's just more about knowing what you have to do and then really just putting it into your schedule.
0: Yeah. So it all boils down to commitment. I mean, we, we, we take, we make time for what we value most. So mm-hmm. ultimately your business was valuable. Your com- or it was important to you. You're committed to your, to your business. So you're going to make the time to want to build your mm-hmm. business. So uh, I, I'm right with you when like people that tell me is like, I just don't have time to, to do these postings. I'm like, man, if you looked at my schedule, I mean, I show people my schedule all the time. If you looked at my schedule, you'd be like, how in the heck do you even have time to breathe? eat or anything. It just, because I'm always going, I mean, I got three kids, a wife, and then running all my business with a lot of clients doing one-on-one calls, group coaching calls, lives, podcasts, all these different things. So, I mean, and I still post every day. I still do yeah. something every day, especially inside my group, my community. Um, so I, I, I'm right with you. Like there's, there really is no excuse not to do it. You got to make the time and you do it where you can, but I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take your challenge on it and, and start documenting probably like for 30 days straight, because I don't do that. Like that's something that I never yeah. really, everything that I post is usually valuable value post um, or content and things like that. But I don't really post anything about how I do my process. Like when, mm-hmm. when I'm going in, it's like, hey, you know, here's my routines. Here's what I do on this. And, you know, kind of like that. So I'm, I'm going to take you up on that challenge. And uh, I, I definitely love it. Uh, so the big question that I ask everyone when they get on the when they come on my show is like what is their creed. So if I had to ask you what is the one thing that you're most committed to, that you're going to be resilient even through the most difficult times, that you show up every single day giving your best and having the emotional physical discipline to complete your mission, what is your creed?
1: For me, it's my 15 year old self. So the part of my story that I didn't talk about today was when I was 15 my mom passed away and during high school i was in a terrible toxic four year relationship so that was probably the lowest point of my life and i didn't really see how i would you know get up from there and actually have you know a future so for me when i look back at the work i do it really is for you know either those those young girls or those males out there who maybe are going through a very tough time in their life where they did lose someone close to them or they are in like an abusive relationship, because I was around that a lot growing up, that there is a way you can get out of it and create a life that is unforgettable for you. So for me, every time where I feel like not showing up, or I am tired because that does happen, or I want to quit, something's going wrong. I always think about my 15-year-old self, because if she had someone like me back then, I probably would have gone through that experience and came out in a much stronger way um, without taking years and years and years of doing that. And even till this day, still working through a lot of that trauma. So for me, it's always for her and other people out there that are probably going through the same thing.
0: That's awesome. I love that. And uh, definitely what took me by surprise for that to be your creed, but no, that's, that's pretty powerful. It's, it's cool to, to see the the, the mess that we went through growing up, or the th- the trials that we went through, what we learned from, really shape us and who we are today. So that yeah. was that's uh, really good. Do you have any last thing, last minute notes that you want to be able to pass along to the audience?
1: Yeah, um, I always love to kind of end things with a quote that's on the back of my book. And it says, No, you have the ability to do anything in life. No one is going to stop you besides yourself. So, also, you know, people who know me now, they're like, Oh, she's always been this hardworking and resilient and consistent. Like, that's definitely not the case. In the beginning, I blamed a lot of of my external environment and people of the scenarios, situation I was in. And I could have left it at that point and really not do anything about it. But most of the time, you do have control of making that shift in that change.
0: I love that. Say that quote one more time.
1: No, you have the ability to do anything in life. No one is going to stop you besides yourself.
0: I love that. No one is going to stop you except yourself. Yes. I love that. That's a really good quote to end on. Um, how how can people get in touch with you? they need their business owners. They want to start a new business. They need help with their branding. Like, What's the best way? Yes,
1: yeah, so of course. I'm on social media, Facebook. You can find me first and last name on Instagram. My handle is at the Saba Ali. Um, so yeah, that's honestly the best place to connect with me, find me, stalk me, follow along with my journey, learn how I document. So that way you can model off and, and do the exact same thing.
0: Awesome. And we're going to have uh, that link in your IG handle and any other links that you wanted to be able to give me to be able to put underneath uh, this episode. So just make sure you give that to me and I'll make sure I post it and add it to it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You definitely dropped a lot of really cool bombs and I love your energy. I love what you're doing and the mission that you're doing and, uh, and setting out to make an impact to help these entrepreneurs. So for all you listeners out there, You take some notes, reach out to her. If you guys want some help with the branding, you know, follow her, see that she's a real deal because I've been following her for quite a while now. And I can definitely tell you, she's very consistent with her messaging and what she does and what she teaches. So you can definitely gain a ton of value by everything that she shares. So thank you again. I really appreciate you uh, sharing your information and your story on our show. And until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the daily creed podcast show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check them out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find them on Instagram at jr.spear.